Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Really? Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Hello, friends. Thank you for coming back to Really Riley. My apologies for the hiatus last week and uh, being a day late because usually Really Riley comes out on Wednesdays, but holidays are madness. And also, Mama just needed to enjoy her holiday and enjoy her fiance and her son. Not that I don't love you, but any whoozlebees, thank you so much for coming back. Happy New Year. Um, we wanted to tackle a little something today. And by we, I mean me and the future hubbin. I Marshall's here house. with me. What? I escaped out of the house. You escaped out of the house. That's right. Or I kidnapped you. One of the two. Um, but the future hubbin's here with me because a lot of you guys have been asking, how is Marshall? How is he doing? By the way... Thank you guys so freaking much for all of the DMs, all of the likes, all of the comments, all of the cookies, all of the things. Yes, that no, you sent. I mean, that's it's been overwhelming in a sense from that. So yeah, I really do appreciate that. It's been awesome. But today we wanted to talk about you know what recovery's been like for Marshall, specifically though, being in a wheelchair. Um. And I just want to also say before we even get into this at all, like we are both very cognizant and very respectful of the fact that, thank God, this is not Marshall's forever. This is not going to be every day for the rest of his life. Even if it was, we'd figure it out together because that's just how we do. But we wanted to just put it out there that we're super respectful and we know that this is not your forever because I don't want to offend anybody that this is your every day navigating through this topic that we're going to go through recovery in a wheelchair so marshall we're well, what are we we're eight and i say we and i'm hold on i, I say we and i'm being that annoying person like oh my god we're pregnant no motherfucker you're not pregnant i am pregnant any who's um i say that because i do feel like a lot of this we are going through together me as the caretaker in a sense and him as the person in recovery no like thursday today is exactly eight weeks oh yeah yeah stop so yeah, um, eight weeks post-op, a uh, little bit of a, I guess, hiccup before we left for Florida. Um, Hold on, we'll get to all that. So basically, eight weeks ago, you had surgery, for those of you that don't follow the podcast or listen to the show and you're new, avascular necrosis, which I'm going to see how, see how well I can do it describing this, babe, and then you okay. can correct me. So basically, they had to take out, never mind, go ahead, I can't do it. So it's a rare bone disease, and basically it can affect like any bone, but typically it's like the femur, which is like what connects your hip. It's like your big like leg bone. Um, so the ball of that, it dies from the inside out and basically turns black and it'll collapse and basically just like shatter and your hip just falls on that side. Um, I was, I guess, fortunate enough to only have it on one side. It is common in both. Ah, don't speak some shit into existence. Um, so what I liked to do, because I just turned 32, um, instead of doing a hip replacement, they said I would need two to three. Um, I went ahead and I did... It's called a free vascularized fibular graft. Never so, will be able to say means that. You have two bones below your knee, and they took the fibula, which is like the outside one, 
They took part of that, probably like a five-inch strip. I have about a nine to ten-inch scar. Um, and then Sexy. they cut around my femur. They drilled into the femur, um, took out all the dead bone, and they put that in there, and they connected all the vessels. So it kind of gives the structure to that part of it. So I don't need hip replacement, hopefully, until I'm at least like 50. Which is a triumph. So after that, they said, what do we say? You won't be walking on your own steam in a nutshell for six months. Yeah, six months was kind of the... Like the the range I had, because you know, going to Duke, I was very fortunate in that as well. It's one of two hospitals. Um, Just think about that for a second. Like, put that into perspective of like the things that we take for granted. Like, legit going to the potty, showering, eating, sitting up. Any of that was basically taken away from Marshall after surgery, for the most part. In terms of doing things in a normal sense. Yeah, well, I mean, even even now, like, I can be more independent of, like, getting myself in and out of the shower, but, like, just using the shower chair. And, like, there's other things, like sitting. Didn't matter if I was sitting, lying, whatever, elevated. It, it, everything was uncomfortable. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, you definitely take things for granted, but, I mean... Never mind having some sex. Yes, yeah. I said it. <laughs> I was frustrated for a little while, but we okay now. <laughs> Babe, it would not be me if I yeah. didn't throw it in there. So at eight weeks now, it's been more wheelchair stuff. You're walking instead of a, with a walker, which you did with, you know, there was really no, wa- there was no crutch walking. You did a walker for a little while from here to there, from yeah. like the bed to the bathroom. I mean, the leg was like just so swollen and painful that if I wasn't using one of those two things, it would like be pretty excruciating. Um, so I can be mo- more mobile right now with the crutches. Um, but like if I stand more than like five minutes or something like that and bounce on it, it starts to really hurt. It'll swell up a little bit. So, and given worry. that though, that's a graduation. Like yeah. that's step two of what it was. So it's like step two was a lot more wheelchair use. And with said wheelchair use, we had some, some serious like revelations about, oh shit, this is kind of weird. Not weird. I don't want to use that word. This is kind of crappy how little concessions there are for people that are handicapped. Now bear with me. What I mean, or at least for the first time that I noticed it helping you, because now mind you, when he's got to get in a wheelchair, he can't even get it out of the back of the car. I have to do that for him. Sometimes it gets, which is stubborn as you are, boo, I love you, but he wants to do it himself. He wants to do it himself. If you don't have shoulder strength or arm strength, which he does, it gets to be a damn cardio session to go from here to there. So Marshall will do the cardio session and more than most, and then I'll take over. So this is why I say we, again, the annoying, we're pregnant, we're going through recovery. The first time I noticed any kind of like things that seemed wonky about people that are disabled or in a wheelchair having ease of movement is when we went to a movie theater. First time you got out of the house, I think it was like the first time we'd really done anything together in terms of you being out in the wheelchair. Yeah, that was like the first, like one of the first trips that was like out that wasn't just like getting a haircut for the, the first time in yeah. months or whatever. And, and oh my God, I was like, it was, oh, aye, aye, aye. it was, I low key was freaking out. It's like the first time you take your baby out into the wild. And you have this stroller and you're like, oh my God, please, dear Lord, don't ever, please don't have anything happen because we're going to a movie theater. People are crazy. People have shootouts. I'm legit going through my head an emergency plan trying to get into this fucking theater. 
But as we're going in, we pull up the ramp and there's no handicap button. Uh, and I know that I sound like an idiot getting so mad about that, but it was like, this was a brand new theater. We're not going to name names, but this was brand fucking new. No reason why there shouldn't be any kind of handicap thing. And I can push him up. I can get him in, but it's like a struggle. And thank goodness there were some kind Samaritans mm-hmm. to help. But had there not been, it's like WTF. So then we meander into the theater. And it's a good thing Marshall is, is, is as strong and perseverant as he is. Because all of the freaking handicap spaces are in the damn third row. Like where your neck is hurting. And that's not the place you want to be when you watch a movie. But Marshall being Marshall, he's like, he's fine. I got it. So we put the chair there. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, what if some crazy stills his chair? <sighs> but enough about my feelings here. <laughs> what, like, what did that make you feel like when you, like, for your first outing? Because you hate the wheelchair. No, I, I mean, like, I, I despise. I mean, I really, it's really anything that makes me feel not normal, I guess, in a sense. And to... Like it's one of those things using those devices and stuff in the house, and I'm I'm fine with because it at least gives me some mobility. So I'm looking at it where I couldn't do this at all, and I can do it a little bit. But I think it's more just how people look at you, where you know you're not viewed as like weak, but like different. And like it, part of it's like curiosity is like why is this guy there? Like why is he using a wheelchair? That kind of thing. But you you feel like people look at you different, not um. The sense of like just being like weak or something like that, but, um, you know, like what's wrong type of deal. Well, so more, more of like a mental thing for me. And background on this one though for Marshall, because I know there's a lot of people going, wait a minute, I'm normal just because I'm disabled or I'm in a wheelchair. That doesn't mean I'm not normal. You're speaking to a man that, what was it, five, six months before surgery? won a freaking bodybuilding contest, has a degree in fitness. This is his life. This is his whole being. So to be out in a chair where he can't be his full self leads us to that type of thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, I think the surgery did like two things. Um, You know, it temporarily took away like fitness, which is a huge part of my life. Um, and then it's put me on no duty status right now. I hope to get back to work soon on light duty. He's um, a police officer for those of you guys that don't know. Yeah, don't know. So, um, two big things that kind of like make, I guess my identity and stuff have, you know, kind of temporarily just been taken away. Um, so mentally it kind of just puts you in like in, in some dark places at times and that kind of thing. So, so for you, the chair steals your identity a little bit. It creates a new one. Yeah, it, for it, you. it creates a new one. And I knew this after surgery, like I'm going, I'm going to still have to find my new normal. Like right. what I was before surgery isn't going to be necessarily what I'm going to get back to. That's just for now. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the reality of it though. You know, I've accepted that part of it. See, that's me trying to be the cheerleader and that's Marshall being like, no, I'm a realist, which he is in everything he does. And I like, I too had a whap, a slap in the face because I was a little miss speak it into existence and be positive and it's fine. Everything's fine. You're going to be fine. And holy shit, no, it's not. Oh my God. Like every single thing, like, I, like we talked about, from showering to sex to going to the movie just changes. Just getting out of the bed. Yeah. And this is just the tip. Again, this is just our small piece of a chapter, you know, because then you go on to other things, you know, in restaurants, 
Ay, Dios mío. Thank goodness that I am trying to be a more calm, sweet, well, I'm not about sweet, a, a calmer person in 2020 because for his birthday, we got, we went the other day, I get it, it's the holidays, it's busy, whatever, to a restaurant and we had to wait. It's one of those restaurants that no matter when you go, no matter what, it, they're al- there's always a wait. It doesn't matter. It's always a 20, 30 minute wait. And people just have their heads up their asses. And you're talking to a strong-blooded Puerto Rican where there's two things in this life that you do not fuck with, and they happen to be my son and my fiancé. And listen, I understand that I'm a public figure, so I have to, like, rein it back in sometimes. But Mama Bear came out because me, Marshall, and Lyric went to dinner. It was his birthday, and that's why I was trying to stay calm. And we're standing there. Marshall on crutches and on one leg is standing there. And I look and there's like four grown ass adults with nothing wrong with them on this bench where you could probably fit five. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and they're looking and they're staying and not offering to give him a seat. And I just, I don't even know if that's a thing about like being, you know, and have any kind of disability or anything like that. That was just fucking rude. So, of course, I said something. And I said, hey, you know, can you guys, can you guys, can he sit there? Can And she, oh, ha, ha, ha. Girl, fully healthy with two legs that work. She says, um, yeah, I guess we can get over but We've got three babies coming. Okay. So they scooted over, and then I think the other two people that were sitting there were like, oh, God, we're being really rude. So they got up and moved. It was just like, I I would get up for someone. I'm a full-bodied, able person. And Marshall sits down. Everything's fine. Lyric doesn't even sit because there wasn't enough. Her three babies that were like four, by the way came through, and then she had an issue with somebody else that was sitting down because they didn't want to make way for the babies. Long story short, and rant, it was like, can you please, like, just have some wherewithal. Like, have a little bit of, like, you can get up. Turn your Fitbit on, and you can, does this sound totally bitchy? You're like, Marshall's over there looking at me like, babe, breathe. No, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I can't say right now, but, like, you know, (laughs) society in a whole right now, I don't think is in a good place in terms of just consideration and just, you know, Y'all, he's spicier than me if I let him go. entitlement, um, I feel like, but... Um. Yeah, no. I mean, does that make you uncomfortable when I fight for you in that sense and want to make people like be courteous? Well, I know the Ricans got to come out. But always. I, let's but, say it wasn't me for five seconds. Like, do you? I know you don't like that attention. Even on your birthday, you don't even like people singing happy birthday to you. So, does the attention to you, you know, not really being able to walk, does that mess you up a little bit? Kind of both. Yeah. You know, like, and that's what I've learned. It's like this. This weird like dichotomy and balance where you're trying to find some independence within finding out like where you're like physically capable, like what you're physically capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So like I want to be like independent in a sense where if we're waiting another three minutes, like it's fine. I could I could just push myself and get through it. But you're also versus... the person that will say it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine until it's not fine. Because side note, he lived with this quote pinched nerve in his hip for like six months, and the pain that must have been so incredible, so bad that the surgeon tells me when he's out of surgery that bone was black and sticky. Side note, but like 
I just found my, I find myself noticing these things and then getting angry in these things and then getting double angry in these things because what about if it was that you, this was your every day and this was always, and it wasn't just temporary, like handicapped spaces. uh. Well, I mean, just like the simple things, but I have found like a lot of inspiration things um, from people that I found on like social media. See, I want to be all mad. He wants to be positive. (laughs) Well, I mean, like you have two choices, you know, this is the situation, just it's shit sandwich, you know, you can choose to get stronger from it or, you know. Well, who's that guy that you were watching on social media that I think he was like the super strong man and then he had this super inspirational story. What was his, what was his name? Uh, Chris Dim. So Machiavelli motivation is like a big like motivational thing for like fitness, mainly bodybuilding. And they had this guy on there that showed him like in a wheelchair. And I was like, kind of interesting. I, I had never come across this guy, but he's actually a four time Mr. Olympian Oof. or competed in Mr. Olympia. Wasn't that the same realm of stuff that you competed? It, it, no, this is like the Super Bowl of bodybuilding. Gotcha. Like, so he was like, yeah. no, I mean like my show. Rah, rah, sis, kumbah, yeah. like Mac daddy guy. And like then mine was like step like one of like five to even get a pro card. This, this guy was at the Super Bowl. So he um, had a spinal injury. Didn't really say, um, but he's a paraplegic. So he's permanently in the wheelchair now. And and still killing it in the gym. You know, but, you know, it went to a point where, like, I, I actually reached out and he talked to me for a little bit. Um, but, I mean, this was a dude that went from, like, the height of epitome of, like, you know, much higher levels and, like, I will achieve in fitness to to that. But, you know, he talked about how, like, there was times that he didn't want to look in the mirror because he was just ashamed You of say that all the time. So I was able to relate and connect with a lot of those things, but didn't see this guy kind of, you know turn the page and then come back and he's now competing in a wheelchair. Um, you Boom. Know, that's, you know, so it's like, you look at people like that and it's like, what's your excuse? Exactly. I mean, it's also like, I, as a caregiver, kind of, you know, like I always, you know that Laura B. Pilates Instagram that I'm always watching. So, Johnny Grant, hashtag stay, stay strong Johnny Grant, like he was um, in the military, he got into a car accident and then boom like he was not supposed to speak not supposed to walk not supposed to be able to really even think he was just gonna be a vegetable for the rest of his life and his wifey got it together found all the right doctors did holistic things did you know she was that wife that got in there and asked all these questions and did all these things and she still has this uplifting you know attitude about God will bring you through it if he brought you to it and I love my husband I mean honestly there's not many angels out there that would stay with someone, you know what I mean? As a wife, they'd probably always be there for them, but they'd probably go like separately break off and live their own life. And that's not her. So that was my little like inspirational thing. And now that you done said that, I don't even want to go further into the rant of all the shit that I was going to complain about that they do and don't have for people that are disabled. Maybe I'll save that one for another one. But if there's one thing that I have legit learned, and we get to yours in a second, Marshall. So think about it. Throughout this entire process, for Marshall and I, two things. One, I have a greater respect for my body and what it can do every day, all the time. And two, I know after this, you and I, they're in a damn thing that we can't get through together. I mean... Yeah, so I, I, I am I'm grateful in a sense for this experience. I'm sure in certain senses, I, I, you and me both would rather it wouldn't have happened. But, you know, it did, damn it. So silver lining. And your turn. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd be great if it never happened at all, but it did happen, and I think, you know, I'm still going through this, and I'm still going to be going through it, you know, May, and then into actual therapy after that, but... What is the biggest thing that you you think... Whatever you think is, like, your, like, max out point, like, you've now just reached the point of where growth is. So, like, that's what I'm trying to find right now. So there's a lot of guys that, you know, especially, like, military that have been much worse situations, and even, like, I had a friend tell me today that you know he was diagnosed with leukemia recently so whatever you're going through and you feel like you're at that max out point like you're just now at the point where you're going to start growing and developing into the person that you're supposed to be so that's kind of my thing and then the second part too is like i said from the beginning i don't think there's anything that we can't get through at this point so and this is why i said yes (laughs) i love you love you you hate it when i'm wishy gushy on this podcast to you don't you well, too bad. It's it's my podcast. I'll do what I want. <laughs> I do love you. And love thank you, you for talking with me, babe. You guys, thank you so, 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 so much for listening to Really Riley. My bad about the hiatus, but vacation is vacation. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys enjoyed Marshall on the podcast because the plan is to have him on more and more because I like talking and working with my babe. Um... Yeah, if you guys have any stories of like recovery that you want to share, inspirational devastation, whatever it is, I want to hear it. DMs are always open. That's for the clean stuff, y'all. That's at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. I know it's a doozy, but Riley Couture. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then Snapchat is at Radio Recon. If you want to hit up Marshall, because I know a lot of you have been like, oh my God, I could possibly have AVN. AVN. Yeah, AVN short. Avascular necrosis. Yeah. I can say that better than AVN. Any who's he's always open in the DMs for the clean stuff and he's taken, ladies. Uh, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's the fit marshmallow, but it's spelled like marshmallow the artist. Yes. So thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. It's really Riley.